Hello and welcome to DVB English News. I'm Joe. In this week's headlines, Kolin and Sagain region falls to regime troops. Military conscription to begin in mid-April. Thailand's plan for aid corridor flawed, says analyst. Kim Aris receives letter from Aung San Suu Kyi. Kowloon residents in Myanmar's Sagain region confirmed that the military has regained control over the town this week. Fighting has reportedly slowed down. The military launched its offensive to take Kowloon back from resistance forces on February 3rd. The anti-military social media channel Kowloon Revolution told DVB that the military has established control over the town's administrative offices. Colin was seized by the Ketchen Independence Army and the People's Defense Force on November 6th. The National Unity Government stated that it had established its administration in Colin after the seizure. <laughs> Regime spokesperson Zalman Toon said that the military's conscription law will be enforced by mid-April. He added that the military is anticipating around 5,000 people to be recruited in each batch of new conscripts. Mandatory military service was declared on February 10th. The law was enacted in 2010 under the previous regime, but had not been enforced up until now. The law requires men aged 18 to 35 and women aged 18 to 27 to serve up to two years, while specialists like doctors aged up to 45 must serve for three years. Zalman Tun told BBC Burmese that the military also seeks to recruit journalists and computer experts. Resistance groups, including the NUG, called the plans for mandatory military service illegal. Phil Thornton, the advisor to the International Federation of Journalists based in Thailand, spoke to DVB about the flaws in the new aid corridor along the Myanmar border. It will be established next month near Maesot, Thailand, where Thornton has lived and reported for 22 years. I think the numbers of people who will seek aid is phenomenal. And I think that the flaws are don't engage with the people who cause the displacement. Engage with the people who are best to handle that. And that's the Karen CBOs and the CSOs and the Karenis and the Sham and the Kachin. All of those groups uh, have the expertise to, to deal with this. Because they've been dealing with it. It's not just recent. They've been dealing with it a long time. That was Phil Thornton, the advisor to the International Federation of Journalists. The military is involved in Thailand's plan, through its proxy the Myanmar Red Cross. Thornton praised the Thais for allowing exiles and refugees to access its hospitals situated near the border. Aung San Suu Kyi's son Kim Aris told DVB that he received a letter from his mother, who is being held in solitary confinement in Naypyidaw. He sent her a care package last year of vitamins, medicines, and food items when he got word that she had been sick. She basically responded to my letter, sending love to the family and thanking me for what was in the care package. You know, she, she's still got ongoing health issues, which can't really be treated properly in the prison. For instance, she says she's still got problems with the molar, which is preventing her from being able to eat without considerable pain. That was Kim Aris. Aung San Suu Kyi's son. The letter sent by Myanmar's jailed state counselor is the first public statement from her since she was denied access to her legal team in 2022. And that's all for this week's headlines. I'm Joe.
Coming up on Thursday, February 22nd, DVB Short Docs will be screened at Cinema Zeta in Stockholm. For more information, please contact the Swedish Burma Committee. Stay tuned to DVB English News on Facebook, YouTube, X, Instagram, Threads, and TikTok. Follow us on Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, or YouTube Music. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.